Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Roll up, roll up. the humor experiment podcast this is your host Dottie may i'm so stoked to have you listening in again with us this week hope you've had a groovy week how you doing bloody good bloody i hope good. so <laughs> um today we have a pretty groovy guest on the show her name is johanna lyon and she is a cabaret performer and an actress singer raconteur I don't know what that is yet, but she's informed me that she's a raconteur. So, a raconteur. Hello. <laughs> Wait. Oh. Wait. There's more. John Lyon! Yeah! Thank you. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. So, raconteur. Yeah, okay. okay. Is Set the record straight. storyteller. So, a raconteur is someone ah. who is ah. happy and comfortable in front of people. All the telling. Time. <laughs> not all the time. That's a big expectation. We all have our low points, which is not a negative Imagine thing. having a bad day and just losing your career. <laughs> I'm not happy today. It's very possible in our uh, It's profession. kind of, sadly, yes. <laughs> we all forgive and we all forget. We, do we? Yeah. <laughs> no. I hope so. Elephants don't. <laughs> True. Neither do I. <laughs> you wrinkly grey woman. <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about I don't anymore. Know. But um, I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Raconteurs, but yeah, yeah, it's a fancy name. No I'm bad days for raconteurs. No, that's really sad. That's a good quote. Oh shit! I'm not a raconteur anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not up to scratch. I'm a rack. Damn. <laughs> I'm just a rack. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? I had a good, a good one of that. A, a good, good rack. rack. <laughs> good rack. Oh, wow. <laughs> and what else do you do? You both do everything. So I, I really enjoy writing, um, which yes. is kind of where stand-up comedy comes in uh, for me. But it is <gasps> a bit of a mishmash being a cabaret performer. Yeah. Because cabaret means singing and dancing, not that I do that. Uh, uh, I've seen you dance. There needs to be more dance happening, oh, Miss Johanna. Well, how about a, just a soul dance? Like that's one of the ones. Of just course. Like, just a little like. Just a soul it's dance. Not it's not just a soul dance. It's everything. It's everything. Thank it's you. an everything dance. Yeah, so writing. Uh, and I find that my kind of comedy comes in um, gross things. So <laughs> I, I love it. I'm such a grub. Like not in the oh. usual crude way, like of like yep. sex things, but like snot and poo and <laughs> gross faces. Gross so faces. if you ever see me at a show, that's what you're just happy to get. I do actually have you pulling a really funny face from the clown workshop oh. that we did together. Oh dear. And it is hilarious. Oh. It's a real grub face. Headshot material. You did. De- <laughs> You've definitely fully transformed in this photo. I'm like, who are you? Is that? It's hilarious. Is it's that even so human? Good. I will send it to you, I'd and love to have and it. with your consent, I will share it with our listeners. Happy to have any publicity is good publicity. It's so good, mate. It's Plus the funniest face. It's the funniest face I've seen. Like, Thank you. it's hilarious. I'll take that. Oh, yeah, I know you to be a brilliant clown as well. Thanks, and absolutely hilarious. It's definitely where I feel most comfortable. Oh, you just Clown come out man. to play. Oh. It's incredible. And we had a good we had good training uh, at, at uni. Probably yeah. wasn't like, you know, the most um, formal clown training because we yeah. did use it for a show. Um, but we did get to get, you know, really fucking meta with it. Because clown cool. can sometimes go like really out of body. And I like yeah. that. It's kind of scary when you first start. But when you get in the right mindset of your inner child, yeah. it's so powerful. Yeah. Yeah, so my clown's name is Barry. 
Barry. And Barry's a 62-year-old man from regional New South Wales. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he's a grub. Were you Barry in a past life? Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Too much dot settle oh, down. Oh, that's very powerful. <laughs> settle no, the hell down. Was. It really was. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you really were Barry. I'm so glad that you said that. Yeah. Barry's out there somewhere and Barry's too. Barry's a lot of my dad as well. Oh, because he's quite ocker. Speaking of your dad, I saw that little clip of him in the band. He's mad dog. So my father is a great harmonica player, blues harp, as in like one. And so fuck, cool. he kills it. <laughs> he is so good at ACDC. <laughs> You'll so shit cool. yourself. <laughs> Their band is so cool. And I was like, up oh, like my God. 60-year-old dudes that have done their life <laughs> but have saved to, like, pursue their goal. And I'm so, oh. so proud of him. And my oh. mom as well. They're just they're really doing it. Your parents are really cool. I'm really proud of them. Progressive. My mum's an artist and she's off at a – What's she doing? Um, she's doing a – like an artistic uh, development oh. in Tuscany. So she's off. Wow. What she's kind of art though? Ceramicist. So she's oh, so God. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I'm not even a ceramicist this, oh, and I want yeah. to be doing that. She just loves the mud. Um, <laughs> and she, she's next, she's working in this 1,200 year old church in Italy and she's just having the wow. balls up best time of her life. And I'm so proud of them both. That is so nice. Yeah. Plus 50 goals, babe. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm just in Tuscany, guys. Just give me a second. A red, just imagine. Oh, and a bit of God. garlic bread, but fancy garlic bread. Oh, I hope that lies in my future. Oh, it will <laughs> for us both. Me and Tuscany. Yeah, so it's just like it's, it's great to see that, like, I don't know, that now isn't everything. That yep. just because we are so motivated and passionate that there still is a future that mm. doesn't have to be, you know, retirement and, and like, boring fucking office job. Yeah. However, office job may be your dream. That's great too. But Ain't nothing wrong with that's, that. That's been a scary thought for me for a lot of, lot of years. Like, yeah. this is just a now thing. But yep. it's so great to see that, fuck, it can be in a whole life thing. That's so nice. Mm. That's a really good thing for parents to Just do like, as an example. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. That's everything. Mm. So much. I'm very proud of them. Because at the end of the day, life is about joy. Honestly, mm. I believe that. Yeah. And, um, it's a waste of time if not. It, it is. And, you know, do what it takes to have that, honestly. And I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. Yeah. You get those people to be like, yeah. oh, you're an actor. Wow. Like, what are you going to do? And it's like... I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. Yeah. Because I'd be a dentist. And the nice poo. Yeah. The nice thing is once you're down the path far enough, the path behind you protects you. Do you know what I mean? That's a really nice thing to say. Because I feel like I'm at that point now too where it's kind of like I've invested enough of myself into doing these things that I love again that it's kind of like I feel protected by that because there's there's a richness that I've gathered from doing all that stuff that's within me. That's kind of like that keeps you going, and mm. it's kind of yeah. I've done. You this don't feel so alone do or empty in it because yeah. you're like, no, I'm, I feel already full from all this stuff. Mm. And so, like, if I just keep following this path, well, it just it can only get more abundant. Yeah. You know what I mean? It can only get more kind of like life yeah. affirming and yeah. all the experiences you've had and then up to that. Yeah, and it takes you further away from um, the the other things that we we hold as paramount to to day-to-day living you know like it, mm. it it takes you away from you know giving so much emphasis to things like money and and status and things like that because you kind of you get this richness elsewhere that's like a really pure form of like joy and life mm. and then it doesn't there's not so much weight on the other stuff no, anymore. absolutely like buying a pair of jeans kind of like whatever I don't really as... care because I just sung and did a dance yeah. and I feel really good <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so that's cool. That hey. is much more strong. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, we prepared some uh, questions for each other because mm. I've known you for a little bit. How long have I known you now? Well, I think – Is it just a year? A year and a bit. A year and a half. It's only been a year and yeah, a half. Yeah. I feel like I've known you for an eternity. I know. But we've had that one of those kind of – weird. Friendships where it went from nothing to everything. Yeah. We really went from like we really knew each other quite quick, I think. Yeah. How insane is that? You're very lucky. <laughs> You're a very lovely lady. It's a bless. It's a blessing. It is a blessing. So let's get to know each other a bit better. Yeah. Five questions. All right. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. 
Okay. Ladies first. I'm excited. Okay, cool. Because should we go one at a time? Like, yeah, I'll let's do, one. do that. I like All that right, idea. So I want to know, what is the biggest challenge when working as a solo artist? So I'm talking in producing shows, yeah. in running a business and in rehearsing solo. Yeah. What's the biggest challenge that you've faced so far? Oh, that's a great question. Oh, yeah, time. yeah, thinking time. Do, 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 do. <laughs> some thinking music. <laughs> what first comes to your mind? Oh, there's so many yeah. things. Like that's the hub. Oh, I guess I'm really um, interested in rehearsing. How you've yeah found rehearsing and picking up on your own things that you can work on. Yeah, like who's are you? Like you're self directed. Yep. How do you do that? Um. With re- mm, I think like it, it is a challenge. Um, the challenge is probably having the space at the moment. For me, that's the biggest challenge. Um, and moving into like the next development of the show that I'm doing, I will at, like I will try to get a residency somewhere that's not going to cost me money where I can mm. go to a space and, and practice and rehearse because in my tiny room it's very unmotivating. <laughs> I've got my little single mattress on the floor. My office is in there. Everything's in a little nook. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like Harry Potter under the stairs sometimes. But like, um, yeah, that, that's a bit hard, but, um, I, I also do, um, so I also do the physical theater and like clowning and, you know, the theater stuff. Workshops. Yeah. It most weeks. So, that's kind of good because I'm still getting into my body and I'm still mm. practicing like expression and using my imagination, working yeah. in the space and stuff. You get to do the practice as well. As get paid for running the workshop. Yeah. 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 So that being in the space and doing the practice, if anything, it makes me feel more comfortable with doing less formal practice of my show. Mm. And I think because of the way I like to work, I like to work largely – similarly to you probably like largely improvisationally and um and so when I'm practicing for my show a lot of it you know I'm doing a lot of like I'm just memorizing a lot of it and I'm and I'll mark it through in my room and I'll Mm. run through bits and I need to go over because I'm going to forget it or whatever but I'm not I'm probably not doing like as much I don't know there's this thing with work as well I don't know about you but I think especially with clowning and Mm. because I think I'm, I'm very aware that when I do the show on Saturday, I'm going to need to be really engaged with the audience mm. and I'm just going to need to go with what You don't what want happens. to be stale. I don't – I haven't set moves where I'm like, it I has see. to be here yes. and it has to be there it and it has to be here. with them. Because I'm – yeah, and, and also because it's kind of – I'm putting the show on on Saturday, but I, I also see this in the bigger picture of a development. So it's kind of like I also want to have the freedom on Saturday that if something brilliant comes into my mm. head that I can just like – I'll just go with that. I don't think it needs instinct. that. It doesn't need that kind of like harsh cemented blocking. Yeah. Like so I'm not doing – so I feel weird saying this, but I'm not doing a lot of it. No. A lot of the stuff I'm doing is all the stuff on – the periphery that's going to feed into it. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of it's the writing and Especially the creating. You've written it and yeah. you've made up these routines. Yeah. yeah. You get what it's going for. And yeah. it's not like you need someone to say, this is what the writer had intended. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, this is what you need to find deeper because and the, you wrote it. And the first run is it's not going to be super complicated because, you know, I, a lot of the lighting is just going to be like a basic kind of flood light like it's just going to be yep. full stage lighting you know yep. so I'm not even having to be like making sure I'm hitting this mark or hitting this mark there yep. or there you'll be lit there's some cues that I need to hit for sound and that but yeah I, I don't know if that answers the question I think it does but, um yeah rehearsal space I think I think the reason why it's important to have a rehearsal space and what I found doing this this time round is that it's important to have a space where you can go and it's like this is my creative work space work time now work time yeah switching off and then that relief of leaving it and leaving it behind. Because mm. sometimes, especially when it's your work that you're creating, you can't switch off. And so, like, having that space helps you to be like, when I'm in the space, I'm doing the thing. When I leave the space, I'm done with the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that would be the biggest challenge in that sense. Yeah, we'll stick with that. I'm going to think of a better answer later when oh, we're not on the it. podcast. Great answer from that. Yeah. Thank you. That's, that's, that's lovely. Cool. It's what I wanted. Do you have a question for All me? All right. My question is, Joanna, you are a redhead. Oh, <laughs> 
Do you have special powers? <laughs> I really thought that was going to be about pubic hair. <laughs> no, I would never disrespect you like oh, that. You could disrespect me. No, I wouldn't. Um, I have a special power. <gasps> What's your special I power? I laugh early at things. <laughs> I've really noticed. I think like, okay, so this yeah. is going to sound a little cocky. No, I love I'm it. I'm my boot. Toot, toot my boot. We're That's sitting, great. We're sitting in an audience. <laughs> we're sitting in an audience. And I think I laugh. A millisecond before everyone else laughs. <laughs> really? I know what is it is. Because you know what's coming. Well, maybe. I maybe love everything that. is just. because you're brilliant. Project. No, no. <laughs> no, it is. I think that I'm just Joe, a little don't, bit. Don't just, discredit me. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm deciding. Okay. That's what I'm deciding. Go with me, baby. Call it's me little Einstein. <laughs> Say yes. I'm a genius. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my special power, I think. Oh, but I love it. It's taken a lot. Like, my hair's strawberry blonde for y'all who it's beautiful. don't have um, special powers. You are a redhead though, right? I am. I yeah. would say so. Yeah. Um, definitely. Right. <laughs> Imagine definitely. if you weren't. You're like, ah, Dot, <laughs> I'm clearly blonde. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Terrible eyes. <laughs> and I went through times, you know, going through high school and, you know, public school Toowoomba. Yeah. Where a kid once said to me, oh, yeah, she's pretty hot for a ranger." Rude. What does that even mean? Oh, oh, what a dog. It's almost like, what have you said that about (laughs) the face? That's like I'm fucked up. That's disgusting. Yeah, it is a bit disgusting. Like, what the fuck's wrong with my hair colour? Pretty hot for a ranger. No. Well, it's the same with any minority, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty hot for, you know, fill in the blank. But, like, being a redhead is not, it shouldn't be a minority. Like, that's. But you are a minority because you're red. (laughs) Also, like, yeah. But that's incredible. So disgusting. How beautiful is that thing? I'm very You lucky. know, like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, but it's that thing people get singled out when they're in the minority, don't they? Yeah, I guess so. That's so lame. But I'm so if you're a redhead out there, just know you got superpowers. You're hot. You're real hot too. <laughs> I'm very lucky. I'm very happy with my hair colour. Yeah, it's fab. Thank you, thank you for bringing it up. Gosh, no worries. Um, your turn. Oh, great. Thank you. <laughs> so I have another question for you. Yeah. What are you most proud of yourself for? Oh, that's a great. It can be in your career or it can be in your life. It's going to be my personal life. Because <laughs> my, I feel like a lot of my career moves will be in future. Sure. Like that's that's my future trajectory. Yes. Um, I oh, these are such good questions. I'm like, I want I mulling like time. I will. Oh, I should give you some mull mull. Can you entertain our audience yeah, while yeah, I have yeah. a think? Answer uh, them. <laughs> there once was a woman. <laughs> This is just a Sing medieval a dig for you. It's kind of like that, like a few songs in that Game of Thrones universe. Where they're, they're really like moral yes, stories. The problem is I'm going to be more engaged in no, that than yeah, I'm not going to be. Okay, this is your thinking time. There was an old woman. No, I'm, you're too brilliant. <laughs> I can't not watch you. Okay, no songs for what you. What are you most proud of yourself What am I most – this is going to sound really wrong to most people and that excites me. Good. Because I'm not being scared anymore. I the thing that I am most proud of is was estranging myself from my family mm-hmm. and I'm proud of that because it was so unnatural it was the most mm-hmm. unnatural thing that a human being can do I can't even explain it's like biological you know yeah. you know you suck on your mum's booby for milk when That's you what it is. <laughs> you know when you're a bub like like you've you've come from her like you literally you know, grew in her belly and yeah, the and bonded form. Yeah. And you, yeah, it's just insane. And so, but yeah, that was, that was so hard and it was not easy. And it's like, I think for me, it was a matter of uh, coming to the realization that just because you love people doesn't mean that they're good for you. Yeah. And um, that was hard to come at, but then in actually doing that and disconnecting myself, I've actually, I've actually opened up a door to a life that I dreamt of, which was one of, of just opportunity and potential. You know, I don't know what my life holds moving forward, Mm. but I don't feel trapped in a destiny that isn't mine anymore because of certain, um, certain, uh, restrictions and things that were just on, that were just immovable on Mm. me, um, being, being with my family. There was just, uh, just so many, um, walls that I knew I knew deep down that I'd tried my whole life to get beyond but there was no way I was going to without that freedom and um 
And I, you know, I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. Like, it's not the funnest <laughs> thing to do. Like, it's not like we'll do it. But in a situation, having Mother's you Day need to. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, for me, it was a long process, and there, you know, there was like tra- childhood trauma that was unresolved, and there was like a bunch of things, and a lot of like ethical problems as well for me moral things that I, I couldn't live with. I couldn't live with on my own, on my, over my own head. And, um, yeah. And then there was a lot of things that I'd tried, you know, a lot of boundaries that I had attempted to set and, and that were unsuccessful. And unfortunately it was that thing of, you know, if I can't love you and love myself and take care of myself at the same time, I saw this really great quote this morning mm. that is just so applicable. Let to me you. just get it up. Yeah. While you do that, I'll say that yeah. that, is what maybe linked me to you so strongly in that first what week of knowing you. When you told me that you had the power to do that and oh. to say, you know, hey, I'm done to not just your family but other yeah. people who you know yeah. don't do good things for you. Yeah. I think that's what I'm most proud of you for as well. Oh, you're a beautiful soul. Thank oh, you. It's all true shit. Thank you. What's your quote? <laughs> yeah, the quote is, um, boundaries are the distance at which I can love you and me simultaneously. Hmm. So the, and that's that's just beautiful. Protecting um, yourself and them at the same time. Yeah. And and this was from the person called, uh, this this person that, Wrote this quote is Prentice Hemphill. I don't know who that is, but and I usually would associate boundaries with a negative credit. thing. But that's so great to hear it in a different way, in where they can protect you and serve other people. Well, the thing that I realised was when I actually had about like the more I created boundaries and the more I distanced myself from the things that were hurting me, that was coming from them. Um, the more I realised that I was a, there was more room for me to love myself and I felt that love more. And then, and it was this really weird thing of, I loved them more. And so I grew up and this is going to sound horrible because it, it is horrible. It wasn't a nice experience, but I, I hated my parents as a child. I just hated them just viscerally. Mm-hmm. And to be able to grow into a woman and have that space then and separate myself and start to feel a love for my parents that I'd never wow. had before because I was all of a sudden safe from them. Mm. And I started to really deeply love them. That is really unexpected. I and then in that thought that, yeah. And in that deep love then came this healing where it was kind of like, wow, I don't, I don't hate you at all. I just know that this, I did the best thing for myself. It's so impressive. Yeah. Thank you. I have and no idea how, amazing the brain is and you know it was heart. so hard like it wasn't it wasn't instantaneous you know no. it was a lot of like it was a f- quite a few years and and the f- the beginnings were really rough and kind of like when you split up from an ex yeah split up with an ex and you you've loved them but you split up because they were abusive of For you in some reason. sort of way if it was yeah. emotional or psychological or physical or whatever and so you know your friends will say and even when you want to call them don't you need just a bit of time yeah. you just need time the to separation. stay away just for a while. And that was, it, it was that to the max. I needed that time. I was like, I need a lot of time where I just put myself in the super protection zone. And, and I would write so many journals and I'd just say, even though you want to contact them, even though you want this, you can't, you can't, you can't, not yet, not until the pain has healed. And I can think clearly. Cause that's the other thing too, is when you're experiencing emotional grief and trauma or anything that upsets you emotionally the rational part of your brain scientifically doesn't work the same Mm. you actually can't think logically when you're feeling like visceral emotions Mm. so it's a really bad that's why people say don't act out of anger don't you know speak when you're angry yeah some things like that it's all the same your your logical mind doesn't work i'll take that and use that in the future I'm glad. Thank you. So uh, what was the question? The question was, what are you most proud of yourself That's what for? I'm most proud of for. I agree with that. Is endurance or strength and endurance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, oh, yes, your question. Oh, oh you will. thank you, my dear. Oh, um, thank you, my dear. So. What's something funny you did as a little lass? As a little lass. Oh, I feel like there would have been so, so many. What do you want to share with us? The first thing that comes to mind is not a performance thing. Um, yeah. We might go into that later. Oh, no, um, this isn't – this podcast, honestly, yeah. that wasn't even funny what I just told all my listeners. Hopefully it will help you in yeah. some way. But, yeah, and, um, and I'm – but, you know, sorry, guys, it's not – we're not always funny here at the Humor Experience <laughs> podcast. 
Uh, betraying the name. It's for the future. Good humour. Um, Good so humour. What I'm really – what's something funny that I look back and think is now funny mm. is falling off shit. So I fall off shit a lot. I But it would come from a sense <laughs> of play. So uh, swing set. Yeah. Probably about five and I was on standing on the swing set as if I was surfing, having a great old time, surfing the waves of Indonesia and I fell over, broke my arm. Oh, um, no. Great times. Oh. So, but I, just, I just remember that. But then also sitting on top of a, a post and I can't remember what I was managing that time, but I fell back and I grabbed the only thing that was there, which was barbed wire. <laughs> <laughs> and sliced my hand over. No. That would not have been funny no, at all. It was not but in funny. cartoon form, yes. 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 Fuck. But this. real life. Yeah, I probably, probably about eight then. But I'm just remembering all the stacks. There was a few <laughs> just good a royal stacker. Yeah. Oh, oh, I tripped up stage on assembly in grade oh, maybe eight. No. Receiving an award for debating. So you can already tell how <laughs> cool I was. Hume is intrinsically related with humiliation. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> but only in the future. Oh, no. So that's kind of something that I look back on now as hilarious. You just watch back your old yes. stacks. Yeah. <laughs> and then I guess something that was more performative as a kid, um, me and my sister used to do dances for my mum every time she'd come home from work. So in I the front it. in the front yard, my mum would pull in. Yep. And we would be there doing some kind of maypole, like cultish dance, like <laughs> linked arm <laughs> skipping. <laughs> And we would devise these little like oh, welcome stop. home, mom. <laughs> which is quite cute. Oh, that yes. is adorable. That's what I can remember. Do you have that on video? I wish I did. I would give anything to see that. Very weird. Very children of the corn. I love flowers. <laughs> I love yeah. weird stuff. Yeah, but it's all like dancing. But I think how everyone, interesting. Everyone, do you love to dance? Not really. I enjoy it, but it's not what I do now. Um, but, but I guess when you're like going maybe through there needs high to be a, a, a revolution primary. of dance in your life. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I know a woman who could do it. Bring it back. Her name is Dorothy May. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's organize this. Oh. I need to find a, my own dance revolution. Yes. I have another question for you. Are you sure you don't want to tell me more funny uh, stories? Do you um, have any more? I'm thinking about, if you think of some yeah. on the way, just, oh, I'll just pop it in. Yeah. yeah. Just, just squeeze it in just there. Just really embarrassing shit. Yeah. Really. Just, well, just anything that you find funny. About me as a kid. Kids are so interesting. Yeah. They do funny things all the time. I used it's to have fabulous. a lot of tanties. Um, <laughs> I'm actually like to Serious? Or were you like, I'm going to work them. I'm going to do this Oh, and no. Like, like Or were you just upset? Upset. Yeah. Yeah. And I would remember facing my door and like when I had been told to go to my room, for probably yeah. a good reason, I was like. It's <laughs> 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 a terrible time. I but love. When you're just like, like making fun of it. I love when, I love the moment when you're with little kids and they find themselves laughing in that moment. Yes. Oh, it's the funniest That's thing hilarious. in the world. Like, <laughs> and you're just like, just take a breath. I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I can breathe. And actually my finger's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I used to I uh, used to really not get along with my sister. Um, she knew how to push my buttons. Yeah. But now we like me, my parents, and my sister. We have a very harmonious relationship. Yeah. And I think that comes from age and and realizing a very different story to yours, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and realizing that they are just people, and my parents are. Yeah. Uh, we've already talked about you know very understanding of my life and and what I want to do with it. Yeah. So I've been lucky there, but oh, yeah, I used to just chuck tanties about. I don't know, like getting a little bit bullied at school, but nothing bad. But also, I used to have foul dreams, really scary oh, nightmares. And I've so written good. a show about it, and it's called Irrational. And oh. I'll put it up someday soon. Look out for it. Yeah. Um, yes, I used to have just really fucked up, like Chucky, Child's Play nightmares. Oh. So Chucky would just be coming after me. Did you see some scary films see, as a little I kid? I didn't. My imagination was just so wow. powerful that I would go into Video Easy and look at the back of like a, a like a, a V what are they called VHS? Yeah, the thick ones, the brick. And there was once this one that wasn't Chucky. It was just like a doll with fingernails that grew and it could slice off like any like just heads. That and is it's, terrifying. It stayed with me for years. Oh, that's horrible. I was probably about five. 
Oh. And so my childhood was just a lot of me being scared and then getting into bed with my parents. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> but I was also a very happy kid. <laughs> and would do cultish maypole dances. <laughs> Welcome, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah. That's so funny. And we were lucky we grew up in a quite a rural place. That's uh, good. Like for us, we had for paddocks soul, all hey? around us and oh, yeah, it was good. We so good. Crank the music. Yeah. Dad still does. Just cranks the music. Ugh. So it would be never ending, just like raves in the lounge room. There's one song that's called Waiting for the Great Leap Forward and it's by Billy I forget his name. Billy someone. Yeah. And um and we go, we just run we no matter in what room we were, we heard the start of the song, the entire family would come to the middle of the house and we just sing we just scream out. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. That's good. Yeah. That's so good. Some of some of my favorite memories of my childhood are, you know, going camping and mm. things like that. Mm. Like being with nature and mm. yeah. That's my brother nice. and sister. Yeah. Hanging out, being funny. That's special. Being funny and groovy. Can I ask you another question? Yeah, go for it. How do you switch off self-doubt slash fear? I don't. Oh, wow. Honest. (laughs) (laughs) Real talk. Yeah. I don't because it doesn't work for me. What do you mean? I just can't. I can't just – I just can't shut down. Yeah. Are you yeah. saying you use it or like? I just am with it. I just be with it. Yeah. And some days it's really shit and I just yeah. don't get out of it. Like, yeah, every now and then I'll have a day where I'll just like <laughs> stare it's at a done. wall all yeah. day. And I'm like, oh my God, I tried all mm. day in my mind. I tried, didn't yeah. get anywhere. Um, they're pretty rare for me now, which is good mm. at the moment. Um at the moment, I like I'm a little bit nervous all the time, which is interesting. Like like a, a, maybe just like a little bit anxious, a little bit nervy. But functioning, we're here today, right now. Yeah, we're but using it. but I noticed that like I'll um, you know, I pick at my face. Racking. I'll constantly be picking at something, hmm. um, which is really interesting. But um, but um, that's that's a pretty low level. Like that's just something I'm like, oh, that's there all the time. Yeah. That's interesting. Do you think it's in the wake of I can fly? And- um. Probably it's it's could be linked to definitely the show mm. things I'm processing at the moment. I'm going through a transitional period where I, I, f- I feel like I don't fit in my life in all these different ways anymore, mm. and I need to change a whole lot of things. Um, so that's also that's definitely also contributing. But yeah, there's a lot of fear, and I think for me, I I that's not my method of dealing with fear mm. is stopping it. Mm. I, I kind of can't, mm. but at, at this point in time, it's, it's usually not debilitating enough for me to, to, you know, like, ha- yeah, have a yes. problem where I can't work or I, you know, whatever, in whatever reason, mm. or whatever way that is that, oh, what am I trying to say? Yeah. It usually isn't that debilitating that it will affect my work or anything in a substantial way, or, you know, I won't have to, Call in sick well, that for anything. Sounds like you've or, already done taken measures to, I yeah. don't know, and whether that's something that's not been cognizant of you, mm. you're just becoming more healthy mentally. Yeah, and then that evens up and balances. And yeah, it does affect that. I I think I've like a processed a lot of like a lot of fear, and there was definitely a time where I couldn't work and stuff like years ago when mm. I was dealing with like a lot of acute fears of things and yeah. I wasn't coping with it, but. Yeah, now and I also and and then you learn how to how to deal with it better, I think, and over time and my my method is if I have the opportunity, if I can sit with it, like I'll just sit with it, you know? Mm. Like and and the, the interesting thing is once you learn that, you you realize you kind of can always sit with it. You never kind of have to not be fearful. Like mm. you can you can let it be there and it can feel really uncomfortable and excruciating, but if you sit with it, it will pass. That's mm. how that's how I feel. Like yeah. for me it will pass. But that being said, there were times when that was a lot harder. And I wouldn't mm. say that to other people out of compassion going, sure. I get that sometimes yeah, it's yeah. different for everyone. Yeah. yeah. It depends what's going on in your life. It's really interesting. What about you? I have trouble. I don't think um, I have days where I'm fully out. Yeah. But definitely, you know, procrastination can lead to serious self-doubt for me. Yeah. Um, and I wish that I could I, – and I can. I can put in healthier practices to mm. just to just stop that thought, to say, mm-hmm. no, you can do that. Mm-hmm. And I will often back that's it up great. with – And I'll often back it up with like, no, you've done this in the past, therefore you can do this. Oh, that's like great. That's what we were talking about before. That's awesome. But, you know, like – 
there's a reason why I'm not represented by an agent. There's a reason why I didn't, you know, try harder to you know, do certain things in my career. Yeah. There's a reason why, you know, I have taken a back seat in a lot of things. Um, and that's just fear. Fear. And that's been that's my It's so brave main, to say that. Oh, Thank you for sharing that because people like, listening will relate to that. Yeah. I relate to that. Thanks. It's just something that, like, I know has mm. been my main thing, my main yeah. hurdle for so many years. Do you know what's something else that I think about fear now too, which I find hard to take my own advice on sometimes, Mm. but I honestly think that if you, my philosophy is if you can sit with the fear for long enough and it can pass you by, you've leveled up. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you can sit with it long enough to run its course and not have beaten you, you can level up. And what that means is sit with it, whether it's like journaling, talking to someone, talking to yourself yeah. out loud, going, what is this thing? Yeah. What am I scared of in this moment? What's this thing? I like the idea of like uh, physicalizing it and talking yeah. about it, writing it down because writing something down. It's tangible. Oh God, it makes it so much mm-hmm. more understandable. And it's, yeah. it's like teaching someone. Yeah. You learn it better when you teach someone about uh-huh. it. And there's even things that I've written down where, you know, like shit things that have happened to me. Mm. Like there was a storytelling night the other month, Dottie and I were both at. Yeah. And I told the story about, getting fingered at a party when I was 17 and it was something that like I wrote down maybe three years ago happened many more years ago but I really felt so much better about it when I wrote it down and it was just out yeah it wasn't a you didn't have to hold on to it yeah wasn't your responsibility to keep holding that thing for whatever reason Ugh, felt yeah. so good. So that works for me sometimes too. And that's not just about fear, but yeah. you know, just shit things that have happened to me. Yeah, like, yeah, totally. And and um, I th- sometimes I think too, like a lot of fears are about ideas and opinions that someone gave to you when you mm. weren't, when you didn't have enough wisdom yeah. to do something with it. And so you just took it. You just took it on board and you mm. went, okay, this is, re- that. this is real. This is reality. This is my reality. Mm. And the more that I, I feel like I push through fears and that, the more I realize, wow, this is just like a whole lot of baggage I was given before I knew yeah, what baggage anything. was, yeah. <laughs> you know? What a waste of time. Yeah. Mm. And so, but sometimes it's hard because you can hold things for years and then it's mm. like, well, how do I let this go now? But um, naming it for sure, proving yourself wrong, mm. doing something that counter counteracts with that belief you know like if your if your belief is like I can't meet people like if go out that night and meet three people do you know what I mean like doing something that actually proves to you that you're not a victim to that thing anymore and if you can crack it enough to like open up your world Mm. because um you know actively doing things that that go against that and you know I think that's how you break down fear over Mm. time just like crack a bunch of those shells and and just get simple, into it. Simple goals. Yeah, like I love the way uh, my my housemate Nick Nick mm. Angelo Santo, great actor, great clown, talks about setting goals. Yeah, he'll say so. He wants to go to the gym every day. So yeah. his goal for that day is to walk inside the gym. That's all he has to yeah, do. Yeah, I love because that. Because he's there, he thinks, just why not? It. I'm yeah. here. I'll walk <laughs> yeah, and I love that idea. That's so. So now good. I set myself a goal, and it's like sit on the floor each day and that my specific goal is stretch for the day. Yeah. Stretch and like maybe do some yoga. Yeah. But if I sit down on the floor, I'll think I'm already here. A hundred percent. I think I've only really become aware of that idea like last week. And it's I think so it's good. such a smart idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I'm going to try and do that. Bargain with yourself and make it really yeah. easy to get on board. <laughs> yeah. Overpower Yeah. Your mind. No, I like that. I like that idea. That could go for a lot of things. That's a good strategy. Yeah. Smart. Awesome. I forget your question. Did you have someone you looked up to when you were a kid and why? You might have had a few beefs. Is there someone you want to talk about? I definitely have positive ones and I have negative ones. Okay. Um, So positive mum because, as I said before, she's an artist. Yeah. And she dedicated a lot of time to that, so to pottery. And, yes, it was sometimes a bit late, like she'd have an exhibition due, like, in a week and she wouldn't have started it. Yeah. (laughs) But by fucking Lord, those three nights she'd get home from work, she'd do her day job and she would start, you know, making and she would just work and work in this little shed that we had outside our house and just really dedicated to um, her craft, which is art. Yeah. So I definitely looked up a lot to mum 
And and it shows because whenever I meet someone that knows mum and that maybe met me as a kid, yeah. I feel like I'm talking to Christine. They say, I talk exactly like my mum. They say, <laughs> oh, your mannerisms are the exact same, the hands, the way you speak. Yeah. Yeah, a lady said to me at that at that gig the other day, yeah. my dad's gig, she was like, oh, I feel like I'm talking to Christine. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's, that's, that's nice. I feel like that's yeah. a bit of a badge of honour that I wear because I'm, oh, that's very, beautiful. I'm very proud of my mama she's yeah she's got her own like you know drawbacks yeah like she's like sometimes can snap at at, at my dad yeah um and that's that's you know, that's her shit but I'm super proud of her yeah so that's my positive role model a very specific one that I think just came to my mind as a negative one. Yeah. So not a big thing, not a, not like a really detrimental thing. That's all right. But I used to look up to this girl. Her name was Brooke Brisky, I think. Okay. She was the school captain above me. I was in grade six. She was in grade seven. Yeah. And I was named the school captain very prestigiously of the Drake wow. School when I was 12. Yeah, girl. That's really big to you. And, <laughs> that's um, huge. I, I wasn't. Not, there was no, like two options in my not. country town and I didn't get it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. I'm a self-imposed a leader. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, you lead your own self. Damn straight. Pied Piper. And, um, <laughs> and she spoke in this really like um, – manly kind of voice and when I say manly I mean just deep just deep yeah. and like hey, hey, and deep and uninterested and I looked at it and I was <laughs> like that is things. cool I, at, I was like that's what I want to be so I put on this like <laughs> hey yeah I'm Joe voice and I think it stuck with me for my like whole life because I ha- and we, we all <laughs> have so these funny. we all have these like insecurities but mine is <laughs> like how deep my voice is sometimes <laughs> and that <laughs> I love that so much but so fuck me and fuck, <laughs> fuck Brooke Brisky bloody Brisky for being so cool and uninterested <laughs> I just, yeah, anyway. That's so funny. Thank I love you. that. Steely. Thank you for the question. That is beautiful. I've got another question for you. <laughs> I'm enjoying okay. this so much. Okay, good. We should just do this when we catch up. Yeah, yeah, Write yeah. formal but, questions for each other. Yeah, they're very formal. And <laughs> this is very rich, yeah, though. This one's quite formal indeed. They might bleed into each other, so I'm sorry if that happens. No, but that's okay. Number four. Okay. Can you pinpoint an event slash milestone in your future when you in your current mind feel like you've reached success. So is there something that you look towards in your mind's eye that says to you that is what success is? Like a goal. Yeah. If you need me to be more specific, I'll tell you mine. Okay, yeah, go. So I see and like – what I'm getting at is like perhaps success obviously changes when you reach that goal. Yeah. But I see like me in a small room, it's dark, there's like 50 people, I own the place and it's a cabaret joint. Like that's Amazing. success. Maybe that's like 20, 30 years. But that's like an image or like a milestone, an yeah. event that I see where I think that is success for me. Do you have one like that? I had – Like I had a really simple one when I was a little girl and it was just, um, yep, just a light on my face, mic in my hand, singing something and a bunch of people hearing it. Mm. Like, uh, but hearing me, hearing me as a person. Mm. Not just a song. Yeah. Yeah. And um, very special about that. That was was very similar. But then, but then now – I, you know, I, it's interesting trying to think about what I'm striving for because yeah. that can happen in any moment. Any show that we Absolutely. do, we can have I've that moment now, before. right? Yeah. So it's kind of like I feel at, at this point, and I don't know if it's because I don't have external meters to measure success on. Okay, you. So have I don't no have other. any. <laughs> so where other people have measures that are like given to them by family and friends and people that they know or. I got none, mm. which is like the best thing in the whole world. Yeah, sorry, no to, sorry to brag, yeah. but it's bloody great. Mm. It's the best thing, but it also means that I've got to decide what success is and what that means to me completely. I don't have any other voices in mm. my mind other than my own, and that's 
that's how I've always wanted it. And that's why we're here today. But then, then from there going, well, what is it then? Is is complicated, right? Because mm. you've got a whole – you got all – you could pick anything. Yeah. And I, it's going to sound terrible, but I've probably always wanted money and fame. And it sounds horrible and I get it because I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, fame is disgusting. Like mm. what people do to famous people is just – revolting like (laughs) we just devour people thinking that they're not humans and yet I still want it because I just think that I could do some really great things in the world and I think my my inner like I think when I feel like a success will be when I've connected to uh, like like masses of people Mm. and and made change or made a difference or you know spoken to someone and spoken to a bigger voice and seen bigger change happen in the world. And I just don't know. And I just think those two, those two vehicles are incredible for that sort of a thing. Mm. And there's nothing else much more that interests me, if mm. that makes sense. Like as a long term. Yeah. As a long term interest. And uh, that being said, obviously it's like performing and entertaining. I hope that I hope that that's the vehicle that it, it, the, it, the vessel that it happens through mm. because that's what I love doing every mm. day and I love kids and I want kids to be in my life all the time because they're just incredible human beings. Mm. They just know exactly what's up. But that that's that that would be some sort of measure of success for me. Mm-hmm. Um because then I could do some things that I I think will be really cool to do in the world. Like I think there'll be some projects that I'll be able to do that will make a difference. And, and I think in those projects I will resolve and heal some things that, that kind of can't be healed any other way. Mm. Like I think sometimes the way that you heal broken parts of yourself is by um, making sure that somebody else never has to go through it or helping someone else through that thing or turning, turning that, tragedy if you see it that way into a success Mm. into something that's actually um a vehicle for change in a really big sense you know I think that that's like that's the ultimate healer like Mm. I can't think of any other way to do that add on question is there someone with those two things money and fame that is doing something like the thing you're talking about like a project Mm. that you can use as a standpoint like as a mentor bigger like they can be as big as yeah yeah um Oh, there's a few. I think of Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Fair enough, because he does a lot of great stuff. Yeah. There's so the many people. There's so many people do that, that do really great things. Yeah. Like it's incredible. And like, who really? I think that Leo really dedicates a lot of his time and money to yeah. the environment. Yeah. So perhaps I think that's something that I think of. But do you yeah. have someone that you come to mind? Yeah. People may disagree with this, but Oprah's always been in. I mean, she was always in our family because she was on the TV. <laughs> and I was like, who is this woman? She knows what's up. Yeah. Like she actually understands like – She has I was done. like, oh, thank God someone gets it. You know, like mm. she knows what is up with people. And, I, lo- I yeah, I, appreci- I appreciate her because she she talks about the things that I want to talk about. Mm. Like and I, I mean, if you took away Oprah, really there'd be a dint. There'd be a little bit of dint in pop culture in terms of those – woke kind of conversations For sure. because she she instigates so many of those real talk conversations mm. and I think that's so important because if you're a healer or if, if you want to grow in life you need those conversations mm. you can't not have those conversations or you feel so isolated in the world that it's dangerous and you and you can't get to the other side without external insight so I I think what she's provided the world with just in sharing other people's stories and talking about her own stories and talking in a, and being willing to go deeper into what we need as human beings has given the world just so much. Mm. Um, and you can say that for not just the projects that she's done, like the charitable stuff, yeah. but also what she's given to, let's just say, young black women as a yeah. role model yeah. to say this exactly. is a, you, you someone that is this. like me that has done this and gone this far and she is a role model for so many people yeah and that's just something else that goes with it yeah it also affects people yeah change i think she's pretty cool yeah she's pretty fucking awesome that's a great question she's so rich (laughs) she's so rich i wouldn't yeah i don't really have any interest in money that i can't use to be honest Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but 
it's it's powerful. Yeah. If you've got a lot of money, you can do a lot of projects. You can get a lot of things done in the world. Mm. I really like handbags, so. <laughs> so That's many awesome. Nice handbags. There'd be lots of handbags. Um, what? Uh, Last question. Yeah. Is it? For you. No? No. I've got two more okay, for you. Okay, cool. Yeah. What would you tell yourself five years ago if you could meet you for a cup of tea? Mm. For a cuppa? Three things. Mm, three okay. three okay. short things. So... You could say like three I'm sentences. Say, so, oh yeah, okay. So number one, you deserve more. Oh, so that's I think nice. that was like definitely a time in uni as well that I just I was with people because I thought wrongly of myself. Yeah, I chose the wrong partners. Um, you know, just and I didn't respect myself. Yeah, and growing up, I don't know, like I, I just thought I was hideous. Yeah. Um, and to a degree still. Um, yeah. And I would just be with whoever liked me at that time. So I'd go through points of being like, oh, this person looks like they like me, so I'll like them. Yeah. And, you know, never really ever truly revealing who I, you know, enjoyed spending time with. Yeah. So, yeah, I got myself in some pretty disgusting, you know, situations and, you know, being with someone who I was with a kid that I was 17, you know, for two years and he didn't tell me that he loved me in that time. And I was like, two years, long time. This is getting pretty weird. Heart of bit weird. stone. Yeah, a bit of stone. And, you know, and with a, a guy who, yeah, cheated on me twice and I went back to him after the first time, stupidest yeah. thing I've ever done. Um, I just I really had no respect for myself. So you deserve more would encompass something quite large for me. Yeah. And I would hope that I would fucking listen because mm. it's just a waste of time. Um, I would say make more use of uni because in yep. that time it was the same kind of era when I was just more interested in um, what other people thought of me and yep. how that could, I don't know, like make me feel better. I didn't really use what I was paying for at uni. Yeah. <laughs> what a hectic. Oh, I understand that yeah. too. Um, I understand because I studied early too and yeah. it's that something like, oh, my I God. I wish I'd just I was just time. like pissing money. Yeah, fuck <laughs> oath. In that course, time, like, buying books that I've never read oh, and just not utilizing the people, the tutors, oh, the there space. There just was so much in that. There's so much richness in that. Yeah, if you so know that's how to something use it. I really wish I'd done. Yeah. Um. So that's two. I think those are my really two main things that I was lacking when I was. Let's just say, what about something funny. Five years ago, like, would you tell? 19. What if you had to tell yourself something funny? Something funny. Five years ago. Five years ago. Okay. So <laughs> uh, if I had a joke, <laughs> I would probably just tell retell like one of my dad's jokes to me just to make you realise that they're just coming from somewhere that just wants to make you laugh, my yeah. dad. Yeah. Um, I can't just – so my dad has a really on PC one about Easter that he does each year and there's the one that he goes, you know, you ever seen Jesus chew his nails? And he, my dad just starts chewing the middle of his palm because that's what Jesus was. Sorry, our Catholic <laughs> that and Christian. That is not PC at all. Really on PC. Oh. And, um, and I think I would just tell that to me and just be like, you know what, just don't take everything so seriously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good old dad. That's good. Yes. Like so that's something that I would say to me. That's very good. I have my You have one question. more and I have one more. So my final question has um, four tiny parts. Ooh. But they're meant to be, <laughs> they're meant to be um, things that are just like off the cuff, one one or two word answers. Okay. So this is the first one. So who have you always wanted to, this is the semicolon, work with? Meryl Streep. Great. <laughs> God, that'd be amazing. Great choice. Kiss. And it can be someone from your past or it can be someone famous. The weirdest name just popped into my head. Oh, and I can't it, tell you. It. No, because no. Is it it's me? like my it was like an old friend's partner. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not okay. Yeah. I didn't even know it was in my subconscious. Well, we know who it was, but we don't know their names. That's fine. I'll tell you that. Weird. I don't mean have that though. Ever- I'm gonna have a crisis now. No, let oh, me change wow. that answer. Okay, I'll take, um, I'll take two answers for that. Kiss. No, I hate all people. Like it, like it. <laughs> no, I what love about yes, a puppy. I, I just don't. I'm a bit over kissing. I'm over the whole sexual romantic. Romance? Oh, yeah. Just I'm an independent woman. I'm I don't need anything anymore. Yes. I'm just I've sealed over. Yeah. She's grown a new one. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's grim. Maybe 
it's maybe not, one day. But I think no. I'm very creatively fulfilled, hey, and I just great. and I'm just not really interested at this yeah. point. So that's my Lots answer. No kissing for me. Kiss my own bicep. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. Okay, fart on. <laughs> <laughs> who have you always oh, wanted to fart no. on? I did fart on my sister. Oh yes, but who have you always wanted to fart on? You just look oh. at someone and you're like, oh, I just want to fart on you. <laughs> So much trouble. That's disgusting. Oh no! Yeah. Oh. Or you could see them on the news, and you could fart on them. Oh, I'm trying to think of the evilest person. Yeah, I can think, think of the of. most evil person. Or who would enjoy being farted on? Ew! Fart fetish. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm not judging. I'm I'm definitely judging you guys. I'm not judging you as a person. I'm judging that thing because that. No, I fascination mean, with flatulence. Ew, ew, ew. Okay, um, if you can't think, I of find someone. that gross. Who's a real poo head? Who's a? Oh, I mean, uh, oh, do you have an answer? I could just, just everyone who just stops re- someone dreaming. Yes, and believing anyone misogynistic. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm just so. Oh, yeah. I just. I'm so over it. Can I just tell you a real shit thing that happened yesterday at work? Please. Oh, my God. So I, it was my my dumb – I got most annoyed myself because I didn't do anything. So there was three kids. They were probably about 14 and they were wearing school uniform. They came in about 5 p.m. last night into my shop, my retail day job. Yeah. And already I had a bit of a predisposition because I was like, hey, g'day, how are you going? And they looked at me and <laughs> looked away. <laughs> and I was like, that's unhuman. <laughs> And then we're up the back of the store just throwing clothes and shit around and they wanted to grab the attention of um, the girl. So there was two boys and a girl and she was at the front there at the back and they said, Oi, 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 ho. Oh. And I looked up and I was like, Ugh. Yeah, fart on really them. Really hurt. Fart on them for days. Fart on those kids. And I was most annoyed myself. I should have said something. And they just laughed and like, ha, ha, ha. Why didn't you? And she can't turn around and she walked over to them. Why didn't you say something? I don't know. I'm not being hard on you. No, I think. I just well, want to know. I'm curious because everyone's been in this position. Yes, so yes. this is worth asking the question. Like, I'm fucking old enough to do something now. Yeah. And, you know, been through. Is it that you don't know what to say? Probably, yes. And like how yeah. to say it in a professional way. Right, probably, at work. I would have said, I don't, uh, we don't accept that kind of language in our store. Yeah. I just would have said that and I yeah. should have said that. You'll know for next time. I was, don't be hard on yourself. I was shamed. Everyone would have been there. Thank you. Definitely not worth feeling ashamed over. Yes. Um, your My next part of your question is um, meet. Who would you most like to meet or who would you always wanted to meet? Mm. Oh, this is so hard. There's I'm so many. You some hardies. Oh, you can name a few. So name many a few. people. Oh. Give me a few. Amy Poehler. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Please, my queen. What a I would woman. love that. Um, oh, I'd love to meet someone. <sighs> Who would that? Oh, they always change as well. It's mm. so hard because there's so many great people. Yeah. Amy Poehler for sure. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, 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 Anyone else? Probably Hugh Jackman. Yeah. He just seems like, like a nice dude. He's just well. done it all. He's just done all the things. Yeah. And maybe that would rub Tony, off on me in the he? presence of him. He hasn't, he hasn't won a Tony. Hasn't I don't he? think so. Well, I'm that's sure. just ridiculous. Maybe just give him all of the Tonys. Maybe one for that's just the hilarious. Boy yeah. Lastly, so that wow. that's we've done work with kiss, fart on meat, and finally <laughs> prove wrong. Who have you always wanted to prove? <sighs> this is a wrong. healthy question to ask me because yes. this is what I need to do right now. Okay. I'd like to prove wrong every person that hasn't believed in me and my potential. That's very satisfying, and that's really powerful. I think mm. I just had a turning point here. <laughs> Hey, you, you asked me that when I um when I at the start. What what, what did you prove? Oh, if I was Barry in a past life, I'm glad we did that. <laughs> if I can, yeah, we can both give each other those moments. What is something that you think is super cool that others don't agree on? So if this is like what I think is cool that people yeah. don't think is cool, so other people don't think this thing is cool, okay. but you think it's cool. Shit, I've got the opposite of that. And then I've got – I'll do – so I think something's really cool, not cool, but other people think it's cool. Share that. 4D roller coasters. What? 4D roller coasters. <laughs> I hate them. So it's when you sit in front of a screen and yep. the chair moves, 
but the screen doesn't and the screen is like playing the thing that's moving so you're you're like in the roller coaster chair but on the screen like you're diving into like fire and swimming oh yeah around. yeah yeah that makes me really sick <laughs> So I don't know why that came to Not me. a fan. But to flip it and think that something that I think is really cool that others don't. See, I'm a bit of a sheep, so I probably just follow everything that other people think is cool. Oh, I didn't see you that way. I no, I'd no, have something. I just, no, I'd prob- I'd probably do. I really like, ooh, I really like cheerleading. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I like, and I love watching um, gymnastics. Well, I think most people think it's cool, but like some people think it's like daggy to okay. like watch like ice skating, and um, I like watching cheerleading, and I oh, like watching nice. like gymnastics. Yeah, I think that's pretty like uncool to a lot of. people. It's not on trend necessarily. It's not on trend. <laughs> no, and God forbid <laughs> you live your life not on trend. You roller skater. I think that's quite. <laughs> Interesting, and I'll watch that for days. Oh, okay. Okay. So this is on trend, but it's definitely contention. Yeah. I love watching um, animated um, surgical procedures. What? <laughs> uh, uh, I just love it. I love, like, pimple popping shit. And Ew. I love – Yeah, here we go. And <laughs> – There we go. And That's like, okay. there's um, – Oh, I just love – I love it. There was a girl who was telling me about her first day um, in prac surgery. She's becoming yeah. a doctor at Cluedo the other night where I'm performing. Yeah. And she was telling me how she had to – first day, day one of the prac, and she had to drain a scrotal abscess. Ew, were you fascinated? <laughs> I was disgusted, but also very fascinated. Oh, so she's like, I, I don't know that. what to do. And they were I like, just poke that. it. Just poke it with a with I'm a too disgusted end. to be able to enjoy that, but I love that you could enjoy it. It's foul. I mean, if I saw it, I would definitely vomit. But like, oh, <laughs> but, but that's why. Enjoy it. That's why I like like the cartoon version. Right. It's so mild. like you're learning how to do a knee <laughs> procedure and you would train like no. grade 10. Yeah, oh, I've never thing. been good with gore or guts no. or gross or oh no. Nah. Uh, what I'm do you think biggest, is? I'm the biggest princess when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, I'm not good with blood, but pus. Oh baby, <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. Oh no, baby, these people think I'm an animal. <laughs> no, no, I totally. <laughs> nah, it's definitely related. Can I ask you the same question? What was the question? So, what's something you think is cool that no one else does? Oh, joy. <laughs> Joy is cool. Apparently, cynicism apparently is really cool. Oh, like, I it's see. really cool to be slightly miserable all the time, apparently. Yeah. And as I said, and I despise it. Mm. I'm like, how dare you? Mm. <laughs> if you have any breath to take in this life, smile and just explode with Don't joy. Waste it. And that's not to like put anyone down that's going through any yeah. sadness or depression or whatever. Because, you know, we. That, that, that's human too, but I just don't believe in like sitting in that general malaise. If, if, if it's depression, honestly, mm. I promise I'm not commenting enough, on you, but yeah. if you're healthy enough, to make like the choice. there's this trend thing, there's this trend thing to be, I think like I've noticed in a lot of people, there's this trend to be like not so interested or a bit, a bit more cool, yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. be a little bit more pessimistic, yeah. like pe- pessimism, casual pessimism yeah. is a bit cool. Well, definitely like, part of that. And like, maybe when I was like 17. Like, don't, no. don't be a dork and love things. Just love and laugh and live, laugh, love. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, I'm joking. Hey, why don't you print but, that out? No. <laughs> I'm going to change the world uh, in every reject shop. <laughs> no, but I just, you know, do you know what I'm trying Absolutely. to say? There's a coolness that's been associated that's to right. that that I don't appreciate. It's like hating Nickelback or Coldplay. I don't appreciate that. Be cool no by reason. being by laughing the loudest mm. and being the biggest dork and smiling so hard that mm. everyone in the room smiles with you. Yes. That's how you be cool. And that's how you make friends. Yeah. And good people, friends. Yeah. So don't be pessimistic because you think it's cool. Oh, no, what a waste of or, fucking Or malaise because you think it's cool. It's definitely not, it in my opinion. It takes less energy to smile than it does to frown. Damn straight, girl. But I mean, other. Pe- but I say that because other people think it's cool and I don't. Mm. I think. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to reflect any more than that. We'll I leave it at that. You've heard where I stand. A lot of hard reflecting in this. Oh, we had some real intense chats. I love it. Thank you for sharing. I mean, hopefully 
you know, hope I've enjoyed it so much. Mm. Hopefully our listeners have taken something out of it as well. I mean, this or even still listening. Thank yeah. you for still listening. Yeah, thank you. Um, because it's relatable stuff. And I think like what I love, I mean, what I hope for the humor experiment to be is that it's also just like a space where people can chat in good humor mm. with good intention, mm. you know. It doesn't always have to be. <laughs> as much as I do love that. Oh, we had a little bit of that too. It's a good balance. We did. Thank you. We definitely did. Thank you. Um, oh, that'll be the next podcast happening oh. after us. Oh, can you let them yeah, in, Joe? Sure. And we'll nice say goodbye. You, everybody. Thank you so much for coming. See you later. Have a lovely day. Stay in good humour. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>